0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and today on Rock Metal Podcast, we have Lorna Shore. And they have a new EP called And I Return to Nothingness, which was released on August 13th via Century Media Records. Right now, I'm being joined by Austin to share some more information about this stellar release, how he plays the drums so fast, uh, and what the band has got going on. There's a lot of cool things with this record. Uh, Whom it was produced by, for example. We'll get into all of that. So, Austin, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. Great to have you on. I'm super excited. As soon as I found out I was chatting with you, I was very excited because I love the drums on the record.
1: I'm glad. I'm glad you like them. I worked very hard. (laughs) I
0: bet. Uh, Take us through, how do you prepare for... I don't know, writing those kinds of drums, recording those kinds of drums, does it take... I mean, obviously, you mentioned a lot of work. What kind of work goes into that?
1: Um, The writing? Mm, it, it's pretty natural. I mean, I just kind of go with feels good tweak here and there, and Rarely do I ever completely switch apart from when I touch it first. You know, I'll just add little nuances. If I hear different things in the guitar, I'll just like sit at my computer and just make sure I'm hitting all those accents. But the recording of it definitely takes more preparation. I mean, physical, you know, I just I try to just prepare myself a little bit before I'm not like a super like workout geek. I'm working towards that. But, you know, like we just said pizza before this came on love me some pizza and stuff but yeah in the in the studio i think it's a big mental game just you know working with a producer i'm comfortable with you know very helps a lot just because i know i'm not being judged it's the first time i'm playing those songs not like he's expecting me to just rip 270 for five minutes one takes let's go you know so working with a producer comfortable with me understanding and he's also a drummer he knows how crazy this stuff is so you know that all brings me a lot of. uh a lot of mental ease, and then as far as physical, I mean, a lot of coffee, a lot of coffee. You know, Immortal, we went Death Wish coffee crazy. We ordered two bags. I think we killed about a bag and a half in a month, <laughs> but we let that down this record. You know, the Z P we try to just you know keep 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 it a little more straight and narrow, not all over the place. Because I mean, we were all you know halfway through the day getting like caffeine poisoning, having to lay down for an hour, so. <laughs> You know, this EP, you know, just, yeah, just, you know, and, and being able to take a break, you know, not being pushed too hard, you know, just, yeah, I mean, it, it really is comfortable. I mean, I hate to just be like, oh, it's easy, but like, I don't know, this is just what I do. So, I mean, it, it, when I hit the studio, it's just another day in the life, you know, just making sure I'm playing well and, and making sure all the things that I, I put in my pre-pro is being played. And yeah, he makes it easy for me. I got a TV screen next to me, it has the MIDI there. So it's almost like playing Guitar Hero. I'll be playing and I'll see a fill coming up and I'm just like reading it. I'm like, all right, it's four on the snare, four on the rack, two splash, back to the kicks, snare rack. So it's a big kind of Simon Says game sometimes, you know, when when we're learning parts. but Yeah, having that there is good because, you know, the, the parts are in my head, but visually seeing it helps a lot more and you know just kind of timing out fills you know what what exactly am i doing because you know when you're ripping that fast it's like all right well i can do whatever and i'll rip a fill but it won't be the one i've made that i that i really love and sometimes we'll just say hey that's more natural sounding let's rock with that that's what you would do and then sometimes i step out of my box and i'm going no i really want to dial in that fill because i want to learn that i want to be able to play that i want to do it so you know we'll just even just spend a good ten fifteen minutes just dissecting that fill and going like, "All right, that's cool. so this e p we definitely did do that a lot, just articulating the fills because I wanted to focus more on that because you know, playing blast beats all day every day is fun, but you need a little break, and if that break is cool and sounds fun, then we're all good uh-huh. um, i'm I'm afraid. so yeah, just a lot of mental it's a big mental game, you know, physical definitely takes its toll but you know as i get healthier with my life all those things become easier so hopefully one day i'll just be ripping through five six minutes of two seventy, two eighty, no problem but you yeah. gotta write you know a lot of writing is done in the studio though and like i don't like get married two parts before we come in like there's certain parts i can rip you know a good two three minute section of it but then you know there's a new part that we just wrote and i will have to like learn that and just kind of put that in there so yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of comfortability with Josh Schroeder, and he knows what he's doing. He doesn't overwork me. You know, we'll we'll get the takes we need, and then he goes off to the races.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, and Josh Schroeder is one of the few producers who uses Reaper. Kind of like a f- yeah. fun tidbit. Yeah, and he paid for it. I've seen the the screenshot of his license. He paid for it
1: he paid for it i mean he might as well have, i mean he made enough money off <laughs> Reaper, so, <laughs> you know us guys at home just running you know our live sessions on reaper or pre-pro i mean i'm not making any money off recording this is just here for my own uh excitement so i'll keep evaluating until the cows come home <laughs> or if someone pays me yo hey i'm coming to do a record with you spend the 60 bucks like yeah it's like such a small amount of money to own reaper but Oh, that's what's cool about the company. Though. They don't even like hate on people that don't buy it. They're just like, "No, this is for you and if you want it and it do- and it brings you enough success and you use it enough, then go ahead and buy it. You don't get anything extra by buying it." Mm-hmm. That that's where they messed up. But that's also <laughs> where that's also why we love Reaper. We stand Reaper. They're a great company.
0: Yeah. It's a silly question. You you love Reaper. Josh loves Reaper. Defends it to the death, right? Um uh, Yes. Silly question. Is that why you guys chose Josh or were there other reasons for choosing Josh to produce a CP? <sighs>
1: Honestly, that was definitely a big reason. No, nah. <laughs> 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 I mean I kinda but it also it's like nice to know it's like he's not like gonna sit there and be like, I gotta run Pro Tools and this. Like there's no um but um no nah, it's just nice to not have someone that's so like, this is the way it needs to be, this is how we're recording. It's like, hey man, we're running Reaper. I'm gonna do whatever I can. We're gonna redline everything we're gonna make as long as it sounds good that's all that matters it doesn't matter about where's the compression at where's the eq at am i scooping this and and bumping that it's just whatever sounds right and like i think that's why our sound is definitely different from other bands recordings because there's no template every time we go in, it's a brand new guitar tones you know we'll mic the drums up similarly but do something different you know whether it be even just adding a mic or adding another room mic you know progressively so yeah at first like when we recorded it was very simple setup i mean it was no different than playing a show just toms were mic overheads snare top bottom that's it and as we've gotten on we're like all right let's maybe ride the mic let's maybe or mic the ride let's uh you know mic certain accent simples and just give it a bit more clear and then I mean, he did talk to me about possibly doing shells and cymbals separately, but we're not doing that. that that's where he went wrong. I am not doing that. That's, that's not playing <laughs> drums. That's very, like, de- it's very degrading. Oh cool. My-
0: All right. We were talking about Josh and why you guys chose Josh. And, I mean, you touched on it quite a bit. He understands what you're looking for. And is able to be comfortable with you, understands the drums, understands that, you know, at 270 doing blast beats, even though obviously you wouldn't be doing it if you couldn't, you know, you're that kind of drummer. But still, it's a lot of work, and especially in the studio, to make sure it's consistent, on time, etc., etc.
1: Yeah, it's a whole different game. It's a whole different game. Like, to to be on the grid, like, live, yeah, you can be a uh, hair behind a hair forward as long as the whole band's like playing with you we're all kind of in sync but in the studio yeah it's so snapped to the grid and like and but like i like i like the way he approaches drums you know it's like let's just get let's just get good takes and then we don't have to edit and go crazy later you know what i mean it's like like i could play a shit take and he could do he could make it sound amazing but like why do that when i can hit hard get what he needs out of me and then he just kind of makes me shine through my own performance rather than just doctoring up the entire thing. And that's why the drums are a bit raw. Like, you know, there's, you know, there's parts where it sounds louder, or sounds like it's not all just perfectly streamlined because I think that's very boring. So, you know, <laughs> definitely things, you know, throughout, because like, you know, when you have MIDI drums, it's just 127 the whole time and it just gets out to be a lot after a while. Mm-hmm. You know, so the, the listenability of the band goes up by having live drums.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then... You were just before you were mentioning and for anybody who's not into recording, they're probably kind of like, what do you mean doing the shell separate from the cymbals? But sometimes that happens and I've definitely seen it and it still kind of boggles my mind that you would record the shells and then you would record just the cymbals. And but I get it for control or whatever. But yeah, it, bleed, control. But like drums bleed. Like that's what happens. It's it's. It's a beast. It's an organic unit. You've got toms next to snares, next to kick drums, next to hi hat. That is the drums.
1: Yeah, no, I, and then, you know, that was only, yeah, because like there's certain things that poke out. And it's like, oh, well, you know, when we we're mixing, it's like, oh, certain things were getting in the way. But that is what it is. I mean, it's raw. It's, it's It's supposed to be a little dangerous. And like, I think as far as like older metal fans of ours would appreciate that more than us just going down this new age around i mean i i i wouldn't sign anyone up to go track cymbals and shells separately we did that for our first record and it was hell i mean it was i just had did not have a fun time it took twice as long to track drums it was 12 hour days for two weeks straight and like that's i'm good on that you know like that's You know, we got other things to attend to. The guitar player needs help. You know, we need to dive into production. So two weeks to take up just doing drums is is not a good time. I mean, I think we did the whole EP in two days, and that was giving, with talking a lot. Like You know, like, we'd track a song, eat lunch, and just look up YouTube videos for, like, two hours. And then be like, all right, let's get back in there, do another song. And then the next day, bang out the other song. Or, Or one day, set up. Got tones, did a song the other day, did two, that's it, you know, yeah, so usually it's about two, three songs a day we'll do, which is great, you know, get it done, get out of the way, I can go hang out and bother everyone else about what they're doing and tell them what to do, so I yeah. like that
0: exactly, yeah, cool, and then, as a guitar player, it sounds like you may or may not know a few things about the tones on the record, which are pretty crushing and brutal. Do you know anything about how the guitars were done?
1: I was done through a Kemper, um, you know, tracking raw DI, reamping, you know, all that good stuff. I mean, nothing too crazy, you know, definitely nothing too crazy. I mean, you know, Josh has a button on the Kemper called the secret sauce. You click it, sounds great. So, I don't know what it is, but (laughs) you won't tell no one. But (laughs) once once you click that button. Oh, I know. It (laughs) sounds good. Yeah.
0: It's a 5153. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. He sucked the soul out of some signal chain that just works like ninety percent of the time. He said so. Yeah, there it is. And exactly, no need to chase down amps and mics and cabs because it's really the guitar player that makes it sound the way it sounds. To be perfectly honest.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I pick. Uh, you could plug me into that same rig; it ain't gonna sound like nothing. Nope. Uh, all my chugs are got feedback on them and it's just not a good time <laughs> so yeah and definitely me with me trying to learn guitar and play a little bit last year definitely gave me the, the respect to give to every other guitar player in the world who tracks very clean because i mean yeah it's it the tone is in your hands for sure how hard you pick how hard you're fretting and adam is just full balls to the wall down pick just fucking monster so
0: wow.
1: you know james headfield at all but if it, 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 he does not alternate pick anything other than a fucking tremolo riff, you know, like, so good on him. Good yeah. on him.
0: Yeah. That takes, that takes a good bit of work and
1: patience. Yeah. He hates his forearms, you know, he just abuses them.
0: I know. Cause you're, go, you're going, <laughs> you're, you're already going that direction to just go down again. So you have to get really good at, you know, going fast, but
1: you know, <laughs> yeah, you see, I love watching him play, man. It does, that guitar is screaming. <laughs>
0: Speaking of screaming, we got a couple of music videos that are going to be posted in today's show notes. So for those who are watching on uh, YouTube or the website, therockmedalpodcast.ca, you're listening on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, TuneIn, iHeart, wherever it is you're listening. In today's show notes, you've got a link to the band's website, as well as to uh, two music videos that at the time of recording I have access to, To the Hellfire and And I Return to Nothingness. So I guess maybe take us through these music videos. What went into filming these bad boys?
1: Uh, Hellfire was kind of like a last minute effort to just get a video for a song we t- wouldn't typically do a video for. We typically don't do videos for like the heavier songs just because heavier songs are just, just that. I mean, we don't want to be known for being a heavy band, but I understand it brings dynamic and contrast to a record. But Hellfire was written with the same love we would give a melodic song, just really relentless and heavy. So once we got it back, we we're like, all right, this is the best display of will. But we really love these other tracks. Don't have that much money video budget wise, so we hit up our buddy Eric DiCarlo, who's in New Jersey, so we didn't have to fly anyone out. He gives a great deal, made it happen, brought some fire, boom, easy done. You know, introduce Will to the band, just kind of do a simple performance video. And then Joey uh, Durango, who's our video guy, um, you know, typically for, you know, ninety percent of every long or short video anyone's ever seen. I mean, he just has a very great vision for the band. It's very different process i mean he will hire you know actors and actresses you know lockdown locations get drone guys crane guys you know you name it and pretty much just comes to us films us in a room and says all right cool everything's done i'll send you the video so you know <laughs> we don't see the b-roll being filmed we just show up to a cool room and he goes all right cool set up play we'll do like three takes and he's like all right cool i got everything i need i'm like okay so it's very easy with him and um yeah, I mean, just went back and forth with a lot of concepts and kinda of just let him we just let him ride, you know, like if he has a strong concept that he's that he believes in, we're typically like, yo man, like, you know, do what you want to do and you know, I, this is a very there's much of this of this music video is as much of a display as our talents and everything as it is yours. Like he is a part of us, so yeah, this one we just let him rock on I and I return to nothingness and he just made like a you know, a six minute, you know, michael bay looking movie you know so i was like cool man you know like let's that's cool with me you know so going forward i mean we're definitely just gonna try and do some different things as far as just like you know different different types of storyline different locations different vibes all depending on you know the music and the band so yeah i mean it's it's fun working with joey i mean he's great guy one of my one of my favorite people to work with in this industry and eric also as a new person working for the band had a great time And then his behind the scenes guy, James is actually doing our tour content that everyone's been seeing and we'll see on the next tour. So Mm -hmm. it's cool. I mean, it definitely opened some doors, brought in some new people and, you know, it's just nice to have more creative people on the team, you know, working for us.
0: Yeah. And you mentioned a tour there. I do have, uh, some tour dates. It looks Uh, like September, October. And did I miss something else? Those are 2022 dates for Europe. So, when this airs, more than likely you guys will just be finishing up the U.S. tour. And then obviously there's the 2022 dates in Europe. I'm still kind of <coughs> weird about talking about tour dates because the world is still upside down. But yep. if, if you wouldn't mind, I guess, chatting about what's, I don't know, you haven't gone on the tour yet. So what are you most excited about <coughs> other than just being on tour that you have, probably haven't done in almost two years?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to just be with my boys in the van, just working towards the same goal every day, you know, at home, just like fighting my own battles. And on tour, we're all fighting the same battle, just playing good every day and, you know, living in the moment, being very present, you're not worried too much about the future or the past. You got to worry about that day. That's definitely something I miss. Um, as someone whose mind likes to wander and go different places, Um definitely excited to just go to different cities. I mean, I love I love eating. I'm vegan. You know, there's a lot of great vegan places, you know, outside of New Jersey. So I already have, like, where I'm going to eat when I'm in certain cities. Like, you know, just, like, tackling it. And, like, I've been vegan on tour, like, one other time. You know, I was, like, vegetarian and mostly vegan. But, like, you know, I've been full-blown vegan for almost uh, over a year and a half now. So... You know, it's nice to just have that diligence instilled in my mind. Going on tour and being like, "All right, like you know, this is my lifestyle. Like I'm already at that point where I walk past sections of grocery stores and gas stations where it's like, you know, my 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 eyes filter to what I know I can eat. But it's cool to go to cities and have like these full blown, beautiful like, vegan spots that are doing different stuff and. i'm I'm honestly really excited about that i mean i love i love eating a good meal and like you know you eat a vegan meal you feel really good i mean in the past we'd eat you know big fat burrito filled with carne asada and all this stuff or whatever it might be and then i gotta play a show that day and i'm like oh my god like how am i gonna do this i just ate 10 pound burrito or a 20 pound burger so i'm excited to feel good on this tour i think everything's gonna be good i mean i had some health issues before the shows and had to get some things corrected and you know, with my, with my spine, you know, scary stuff, but I'm prepared, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good. And no matter what, nothing's going to hold me back. I mean, even if I didn't feel good, I'm still going to play like it it, and call that negligent call, whatever you want. It's just, that's how much I love this. You know, I'm not going to like, I would never be like, I'm not feeling up to it. I'm not going to play the show. We don't have, we don't have that kind of job. It's now the opportunities. Now you miss that opportunity. It's gone forever you know it's not like a job i could just go ah yeah i'll pick back up monday and pick up on the work i left off like no so you know i'm just uh i'm just excited man i'm excited to just play the shows and i mean i want to meet fans and talk to fans but i think we all got to be a little more careful just seeing how things are i mean i don't want to be that guy like hey back up a little bit hey i can't hug you hey like you know it's put on some hand sanitizer before we shake some hands. But I mean, that's just the level we all got to be on. I want people to stay safe. I don't want anyone to come to our shows and be like, oh, I went to that Lauren Shore show and I got sick or, you know, vice versa. So, you know, it's going to be a different time touring, but I'm just excited at any capacity to do it. And I think if the only thing we have to do is wash our hands and, and stay a little bit further from each other and not share drinks or whatever it might be, that's, that's, that's fine. I would have given my, you know, probably an appendage last year to go back on tour. Now I still have all my limbs. That's good. Yeah. But we could just double up on the hand, Sandy, double up on wearing a mask at all times. You know, I'm not trying to be that guy, but you got to be, I mean, we got to be safe and I care. And I do care about people and I'm not going to act like I care about the world by telling people, you know, there's, I don't know, in the vaccine that's going to, take over your life you know i mean i just don't believe in that you know personally i think we're all going to be fine as long as we do what we got to do and if you don't want to get it that's your choice if you have a health issue or your doctor said no like that's all on you but you know for the people that can get it and for the people that are at the show we're going to be safe and we're going to just have a good time because at the end of the day like the only thing that we're obligated to do is play that show and put on a great show everything else is is extra so you know and i've always been a person to talk to every single person you know go to the bar share a drink whatever but this tour is definitely going to be a bit more just about being on tour and like do what we got to do and running a tight ship
0: yeah disciplined i guess you could say you know
1: yeah yeah
0: the world is still upside down so you got to act accordingly when in rome when the world is upside down you got to wear a mask and hand sanitizer and I mean, I guess the good news is, you know, if everybody in the venue is vaccinated, then like you'll get really good cell service because of the enhanced 5G, Dude, you know,
1: it's going to be great.
0: Everybody will be magnetic. (laughs) So you guys will have to be careful, uh, you know, because everybody will be magnetic. What else is there that happens?
1: Uh. Dude, I don't know. The list goes, it's it's a laundry (laughs) list, man. You know what I mean? But like, from my experience, yeah, I felt like shit for a day and I felt fine since. I mean, yeah. That's just my experience. If, was, if those awful things happen to people, like I'm, I'm sorry, yeah, you know, but yeah, maybe it's something you ate. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was those drugs you did a few years ago, and then I don't know. You yeah. know what I mean? We we put a lot of garbage in our bodies, so I'm not really upset about what's going. You know, I'm I'm fine. I just want people to. Do whatever they feel like they got to do, and if you want to live a certain lifestyle or do certain things, then you got to obey by the rules. And people don't like that word "obey" by the rules. By the rules, I don't like. Follow, I don't like following the rules either. But I don't. This is just a no-brainer. I mean, it's a no brainer. It's one of the only free healthcare things we've ever been given. I mean, I go to the doctors, it costs all this money. I got to get it. This vaccine is free. They're even like telling people, like in West Virginia, I remember they're like, "We'll give you a gun if you go get a vaccine." They're like, "Oh hell yeah." A oh, free cool. gun? I'll I'll go get yeah. Cool. Wow. And right, that worked, you yeah. go get a show your Vax card. You get a free PBR at certain bars. I mean, cool. Uh-huh. Like, right, let's go. Doesn't <laughs> sound too bad to me.
0: Yeah, we we tried some some vaccine lottery stuff here, where some rednecks were given a free hunting license for life. They never have to they don't have to pay for the hunting license, and it's free for life. And we're still having issues with rednecks. Come
1: on. <laughs> Free hunting license. I know. Come on, now. I know. That's a good. De- that's a good deal. It is.
0: It is. I. It's like, <laughs> man. Are you kidding me? Jeez oh, Louise! All right. Yeah,
1: we'll, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there.
0: I'm sure we will. Maybe a few more variants. Another couple of years. We'll we'll get there. We'll <laughs> <Okay. laughs> get really good cell service in the meantime, though. Yeah. Cool. So we chatted about writing and recording drums, which was fascinating. Uh, we chatted about. Uh, I'm gonna write down vegan pizza because at first we talked about pizza, but now you mentioned you're vegan, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna write down vegan pizza. Good stuff. Yeah, working with well, actually, the dough itself should be vegan. The sauce itself should be vegan. You just need some kind of a cheese-like product, which they're getting better. I think
1: they're getting they're getting they're getting very good, very yeah. good. Yeah, I I my girlfriend makes a tofu ricotta. And I don't know, I can't tell the difference. I mean, I've been Italian my whole life, you know I was born into I was born Italian, I can't change from being Italian no, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, we made like a lasagna with tofu ricotta and everything, and like dude, people that were eating it were not vegan. they're like, this is like top five lasagnas I ever eaten vegan or not vegan like yeah. top you know that's it's it's amazing what you can do. it's more of a textural thing, and just like spices. I mean, it takes a little more work yeah. to cook vegan, but it's worth it, I mean no animals are harmed good for the environment you know even if you're not you know aw, like even if you don't look at a cow and cry i mean this world we live in is there's so much shit that goes into you know that industry of you know meat and just you know even just waste you know like packaging and all these things so i've definitely been more mindful of that over the last year and a half and it just feels good you know what i mean i mean if, just do, you know, the more people that get on that, even if you just eat a few plant-based meals a month, a week, whatever it might be, slim, eat high-quality meats, you know, like just eat the high-quality stuff. Don't go eat a $3 quarter pounder. I mean, there, there's no good in that. But if you want to go spend, you know, 15, 20 bucks on a really sick burger or like $100 or $60 on a really good steak, I mean, you know, go for it. But, you know, having like – an Applebee's sirloin that's made of meat glue and all this crap. You know what I mean? It's just like, I just don't think it's, I don't think it's the right play. I don't think it's, I don't think it's doing (laughs) us any service, you know, and people have a lot of health issues, you know? So yeah. Yep. Just be more mindful, be more mindful. You know what I mean? Just definitely be more mindful.
0: Mm Hmm. Chat about working with Josh Schroeder. So shout out to him. We chatted about Reaper because that is a natural, you know, accoutrement to chatting about Josh Schroeder. Yes. We chatted about Death Wish Coffee, and we also chatted about COVID Tour Protocol. So, I mean, I endorse that. I think that's the path to success. If we're going to move forward and try to reopen everything, we're just going to have to be those people.
1: Got to got to be. I'm not I'm yeah. not ashamed. I'm yeah. Not ashamed. Cause if I'm not those people, then I'm not helping my industry out whatsoever. And I can't say I care about the industry. I would only be caring about myself and my, you know whatever i would think about if i was that type of person but i mean i i want to see everyone play shows i mean i want to see everyone having their lives back you know we have restaurant workers that have been busting their asses for a long time and are in close contact with people and then you got crew members and merch guys and production people people who own venues i mean it's such a wide industry it's not just me or my friends and bands it's broadway it's everything so I just want to see entertainment come back because we need some entertainment. Our only entertainment last year was YouTube live streams, twenty four seven, of COVID news and and bad political, you know, agendas and and all this crazy stuff last year. It's like, all right, like we need some good times, and those good times should be brought to the people that care about one another. It shouldn't be the people that are just like, well, I don't give a shit. I've been going, I've been going out since june last year you know what i mean a lot of the people that are going out now this is their first time going out yeah and like to have that taken away for the people that have just been going out and don't care about one another it's like well i don't feel sorry if you're saying oh well what am i supposed to do just sit inside well yeah because you didn't sit inside before now that everyone's having fun you got to sit inside well you could have just did your part so i don't feel i don't feel sorry for those people i do feel sorry for the people that can't get it and, you know, have health risk and that's keeping them from, you know, being able to get it. But, you know, it'll it'll come around. I mean, things are being researched. Things are being FDA approved now. So hopefully people have more peace of mind with all this.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right. Boom. At the time of recording. We're chatting about boosters. So a third shot at time of recording. So. Cool. All right, gang. Austin, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today.
1: Thank you, John. I had a great time. Beauty, what? Oh, oh,
0: there's my little lady. Oh,
1: little lady. (laughs) We'll keep this in.
0: Yeah, this is my this is my little girl, Avila.
1: I seen her poking out through the blurry background a little (laughs) bit. I was like, "What is that?"
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I heard something. And like, oh, Avila wants to spend time with Daddy and then show up and say hi to Austin. You want to say hey. hi to Austin?
1: Hey. <laughs>
0: Alright, well thank you so much for making an appearance and thank you again for coming on to the show. Ooh. Uh-oh, she's going to start typing notes. Last time she did this, I had so many things to undo on my computer that...
1: Yeah, <laughs> there she goes. <laughs> Beauty. Oh, man. All right, oh, yeah, man, thank you for having me.